In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. On this episode of Crown Jewels... Coronation Day has come and gone. We're sharing all of our thoughts on Will's tardiness, those Aquazura heels, and Queen Camilla's road to the crown. We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Samantha Bush, and today it is the moment we've been waiting for for months oh and months. The, the anticipation, the buildup. It was, what were, What did you think? Just initial thoughts off the top. Like, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. And I obviously was super jet lagged, so I didn't <laughs> sleep. So I was watching it live two o'clock in the morning. Why not? You know, Michael Strahan narrating on Good Morning America. And I was saying to my friend, I'm like, there's so much pomp and pageantry to it. But initial reactions, I didn't get the same like feels or vibes that I got for like Wills and Kate and Harry and Meghan's wedding. Just wasn't the same like thing for me. And I think it's because Charles isn't like my royal person like the young the younger people are Mm -hmm. you know or just because it was really fucking boring I don't know what do you think (laughs) I agree Mm -hmm. it was definitely not what I expected to be and maybe I just didn't expect to feel the way that I felt while watching it and I saw this tweet I wish I could remember the handle that it was but Mm -hmm. someone said and it has stuck with me this whole time is it all looks really different in color. Oh. Like the last coronation was the Queens and it was in black and white. Yes. And it just like had this like regal like air about it. She was like a young queen. It was like, it was like a whole thing, you know? And with this, I was like, it looks ridiculous. Like it looks fucking crazy. Like, and I think too, okay, <laughs> again, a couple of things. I know that sounds dumb, but like, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that to your point with the queen being so young and like vibrant, like these were two old peeps. Let's be real. They're in their 70s. Like, so these old people are being crowned in this huge ceremonial service. And it just like felt like a little bit awkward. I think if yeah. they were younger, it might have hit different. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I would say is just like, because I obviously wasn't around for the first coronation, like I didn't fully obviously. grasp. <laughs> I know. Imagine I'm like that movie Orphan and I'm like yeah. low key 80. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I didn't realize that the coronation happens essentially within like a church service. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was just like at church, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, yeah. And I think King Charles. Seeing him be, like, 74 years old and, like, doing this whole thing (laughs) that he's waited his whole life for and knowing, like, all the trials and tribulations and, like, scandal that has gone on and just how people feel so strongly about Camilla. Like, if Megan can take anything with her, like, She just needs to know that, like, no one will ever hate her more than people hate Camilla, ever. Oh, my God. And I think that it was also so polarizing, right? Like, because, listen, you and I are consuming this. We're watching it. We have a positive sentiment on the royal family in the sense that we are fascinated by them. We like to talk about them. We have Mm -hmm. this podcast. We're learning and educating ourselves as we go. But, like, there are certain people that just do not give a fuck. And they really err on the other end of the spectrum where it's, like, this costs 50 to 100 million pounds and there are people who literally cannot feed their families and you're mm-hmm. going on with this pomp and pageantry because yes, it is a like 
you know, lifetime long tradition, sure. But saying you want to be a modern monarchy, saying you want to sort of pare it down, but then it's also 50 to 100 million pounds. Like, I can't separate the two. And many people right. couldn't, right? Like, and that's fair yeah. and that's valid. And we're we're covering it because we are interested and curious about it. But it would be ignorant to not also have that side of the conversation, right? Well, yeah, I mean... It's hard to say, you know, I want to modernize the monarchy and slim it down and then do a three day long, like old school coronation pageantry pomp and circumstance like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it all just kind of felt I, you know, my my mind automatically goes to Bravo. But there's a quote that Heather DeRoe says where she just looks at Gretchen Rossi and says, I felt hollow and like. I kind of felt hollow when I was watching it. Like I didn't, and I am not someone who like hates Charles. I'm not someone who hates Camilla. Like I would objectively say like we kind of like them. (laughs) Right. Like I'm kind of living for her smirking as she's being crowned, you know, know. I'm kind of obsessed, but I just felt like nothing. And I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, like, sh- could Charles just have been better off if he just would have just been like, you know what? I'm 74 years old. I don't want to take on a new job right now. I want to sail off into the sunset. Like, William, take over. I mean, would that, that have was, been a better idea? A better choice? That was never going to happen. Literally so, ever. It was their dreamland. No, he was literally waiting on bated breath for this moment. Did you see his mm. finger touching that ring? It is burnt into my brain. That, fin- that finger. Lex. <laughs> like that is he the touch the fingers of out. tenderness. I know. He's like, this is my time. This is my, my time. time. And also, I mean, if you, I mean, the celebrities that also came out for it were just so like, not that exciting to me. No, not it. So it was also that, like, it just felt like very strange. Like, it just felt like very weird. But then I did get like a moment of like excitement because I thought to myself, like, we're going to watch another one of these. I know. Probably And it's probably going to be very different. Yes, and we probably will feel different because we, again, have watched this story of Wills and Kate play out, right? Mm-hmm. Like since St. Andrews College, St. Andrews College, yes. And it's very much like I am excited for that moment, or I think I will be more excited for that moment because, again, I have this like parasocial history with that couple, you know? Yeah. And I think with Charles and Camilla, they're a little bit before our time. They're extreme, not extremely, I'm like, they're extremely old. That's so rude. They're older, let's just older. say. I mean, older. Like, like, they're in, you know, they're 74 years old. Yeah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. there also was a ton of conversation around the fact that they are so old. And even though they are the king and queen, queen consort no more, like, they're not even going to be doing their royal duties, like, at that intense of a pace because of their age, which actually goes against what the queen, like Queen Elizabeth did. Like she was grinding till the end, you know? She was grinding till she couldn't grind no more, you know? And I just feel like these two were like, we want to go through the rigmarole of it all. Charles Mm -hmm. obviously wanted this. I saw one post that I saw was funny. We should should talk about, have a whole moment where we just talk about the funny things we read on the internet. Mm -hmm. But somebody, maybe it was even, was it you? Where it was like the queen, the um, royal, like Buckingham Palace had updated the website and to her name as queen. And it was like, when you like hit the LinkedIn, as soon as you like get the job, like you change your (laughs) LinkedIn the moment you get the job. No, it I went mean, from queen the internet queen. this weekend oh, was, it was the best at its part. prime. The like, best part. It was of the and, whole you know, thing. And people were saying like, you know, it didn't get a lot of viewers, you know. Blah, blah. I'm like, well, we live in a time where it's all on social media. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't really need to tune in. You can get the cliff notes on yeah. like people.com or Us Weekly, like just Twitter and the things that people were saying were so fucking hilarious. I couldn't get enough. I, I really couldn't. It was so good. I was loving it. 
like every I mean, especially second. like the Camilla stuff. Like she was your giving was, the people everything. Yeah, your your tweet of I now pronounce you. What did you say? Queen of the long game. The long game. Queen of playing the long game. I mean, when they put that crown on her and shoved it on her head. Shoved her on that. She was just smirking and she's like, bitch, I I fucking did did it. Whether Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, I am the queen of motherfucking England. Yeah. It's like she she won the video game, you know? Like it was I can't get over it. I know. It's a story, it's it's a story for a generation. It really is. Proof you can do anything. Believe in your And the dreams. thing is, is like there was a lot of Diana talk this weekend. Uh-huh. A lot of Diana meme. Like it was raining and there was that. It was like a lot of Diana memes. I, I've seen so many like crazy TikToks because you know how like the algorithm just gets you yeah. like yeah. on this crazy like you can't escape. And people make like the craziest like fan cams. Like, someone posted, this is so no. stupid. I'll post it on my Instagram so people can see when they're listening. But it was like, it was like a picture of Diana and there was like a quote like overlaying the picture and it was like, why does no one in the royal family look like Diana? And then all of a sudden it's like a fan cam of like Princess Charlotte like serving face and like <laughs> looking like Diana. I'm like, first of all, no one is fucking saying that. Like, chill out. People are so crazy. I'm sorry, they're crazy. The Diana stands like are crazy. And I'm someone who like loves Diana. Like I love her, but like chill. But also chill. what I am noticing, which is like kind of creeping me out, are like the Charlotte stands are coming out. And she's still oh, quite young, but like she's like eight it's years old. Wild, you know. I know. Um she just, those like, kids are growing. I remember when all of those kids were born. Like again, this is a thing. This is I know. Our generation of royal family. Also, we mm. want to talk about money. Um, I loved, LOL loved, that um, Kate and Charlotte wore those floral headpieces, which were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're commissioning new headpieces mm-hmm. for money in lieu of wearing tiaras and crowns to mm-hmm. pare it down again. But it's like, why are you spending money on new things because now like they're in the place where it's like it's not gonna she's not gonna Kate I think is not gonna like recycle a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. moving forward like I think now she's in her era of like my daughter's gonna wear things that are like Queen Kate wore this yes Queen Kate now she'll eventually be queen but it so I feel like you know when Charlotte gets older, she'll wear that headpiece and they'll be like, oh, this was what Kate wore at the whatever. I see what you're saying, yeah. Because I don't think Kate's going to want to like really dive into Camilla's um, jewelry box, you know? I'm sure Charlotte's Or anything she's got that. going on. I don't think that's going to happen. And you know what's so interesting is I feel like Kate is fully in her like air, her air era. You know, oh, yeah. like she's like, I'm going to be the fucking queen really soon. She showed up to that coronation like, I mean, uh, gorgeous. It was. And just had a different like feel about her. Like that's just what a I'm different saying. look, a different like her energy. energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, was it was like, like I was vibe. like, it's regal. Like she's not like the commoner anymore. She is, no. you know, the. She's going to be a queen. Yeah. Yes, Prince and Princess of Wales. Like she mm-hmm. is on it, and she's stepping, she's I'm stepping scared. It up. No, I'm scared. <laughs> she too. was giving like Northwest confidence. I was like, Jesus no, fucking. Christ. I was living like those photos of her in the carriage, like with the rain, and she's peeking through the window. Oh. And it's giving Hillary Duff come clean. Like I am obsessed. I'm like very much now like a Kate, a Kate stan. Like I'm kind of into Kate. I'm kind of into Kate. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you. And you know what? I know it's weird, but I, I do stand little Charlotte. She's an no, icon. So do I. I mean, also she's so good with Louis. Like she's babysitter extraordinaire, and she's so good at keeping him in line when they were holding hands. And listen, she's gonna be an icon. She's literally it's it's literally like I mean Northwest and Blue Ivy and Princess Charlotte and George. Like I told you, I want yeah. them all hanging out. I can't wait to see like who she hangs out with like when she's in her socialite era days you know know. i'm excited 
going to be interesting. That was like our first reactions, you guys. And that, I mean, we could go on and on and on. Forever. And we will for the rest of the episode. But we are going to break it up into parts. We're going to try. Yes. We're going to try. We're going to start, again, talking about the coronation ceremony as a whole. And like we said, look, it was a little bit slow paced for me. What I did appreciate was Charles was intentional and they said this on the Good America, Good Morning America feed, I guess, where he was like, I am not here to be um, like in service or like, but of service. I can't, I couldn't find the actual quote, which was also very mm-hmm. annoying because I did try to research it. But he essentially was saying like, he is here to be of service to the public and the people of the United Kingdom. And that's not something like that they have to open with, but he chose to open with before the archbishop dove into the church ceremony. And I appreciated Mm -hmm. that because again, I think it all comes down to the fact that like Charles always was waiting for this. He always took his job and his role seriously. He always was intentional on like taking over the crown one day, did not anticipate it taking this long, but he's like, I'm here and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be flirty, but like, I'm also serious. Yeah, he's going to be fun and flirty, but also he's going to touch that ring with that oh, finger. You I, know mean. What I mean, and then the 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 whatever thing is the Those, scepters. Oh my god, the memes holding the, the scepters. <laughs> yeah. One person posted, and they were like, "When I'm on my walk, and I find two like fun sticks," <laughs> and I was like, "That's literally so true." Um, but it just felt long. The ceremony, it felt. And I understand because it's so like rooted in tradition. Oh, geez. It's rooted in tradition. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, my God, they could have they could have made it a little spicier. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, I appreciated. I know that when they went, they like took them around the back or whatever to do the actual like oil anointing. And at first I was like annoyed when I found out they wouldn't be doing that on television. So I was like, oh, I want to see. But then at that point I was like, oh, I kind of appreciate this break. Well, they didn't, they didn't do the queen's anointing on camera. Yeah. Or they, yeah. they covered her they covered with her. like, um, like a tent uh, or something. Yeah, the tent. But yeah. what I actually did enjoy and what did sort of like get my heart rate up was the procession of the Jubilee carriage. I did like that. And that mm-hmm. actually like I love, I love the carriage. I love the carriage ride and I love the anticipation of the people stepping out of the carriage for the I first know. time. That to me is like where my heart flutters. Like I will never forget where I was when I saw Kate step out of her carriage with her wedding dress with Pippa and behind her and Megan. Like mm-hmm. I will never forget those moments. I'm literally getting goosebumps I talking about too. them. And so like that I love. And that was a beautiful carriage. It was a perfectly timed procession in the mm-hmm. sense like it wasn't too long, it wasn't too short. And the anticipation of it, it was great. Did they serve for me in the same way that a royal wedding dress did? No. But we also got Camilla potentially, she almost had a wardrobe malfunction. Did you see that? I'm shocked that there was not more. I think they were really respectful on the feeds. Like there was not more talk about that because her dress got stuck on her robe cape thing and her two Bobsy twins, like the three of them could have been standing in a lineup. No, I know. The two ladies like, in waiting oh, or whoever the fuck they were. Yes. They literally look like just different was, versions. Like, oh my God. Like, I know. It's like, it's like italic, bold, yes. you know, yes. normal. Like that's the font we're working with, but it's the and same thing. It was just, uh, they really, they helped her because her dress was stuck and it almost went all the way up. So I'm glad that that didn't Can happen. Imagine? No. For Camilla, of all people, of all for that people. to happen, I there's know. absolutely no fucking way. No. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, know. And you know, she's like, God damn it. Oh, she's probably pissed. I, I felt like she was stressed. And they were also saying this, mm-hmm. that she was really nervous. Like the whole day. She was extremely nervous about 
the coronation and the whole ceremony and it going smoothly. And I think to your point, it comes down to the fact that she had such a negative, like predetermined disposition about her, given how her and Charles came to be. Mm-hmm. And they have been working overtime to get her some like good press, great mm-hmm. press. But it's hard, right, to escape that. And I just feel like people are waiting. And it's just been like 30, 40 years of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of the constant negative press and the like constant hatred and the constant comparisons to Diana. And like, I, I don't know how she's dealt with it. I don't know how she wouldn't just bow out at some point and be like, you're not worth this to me. Like, this is crazy. But I mean, they are a love story. Like whether you like them or not, like Charles wasn't in the streets, like hooking up with girls left and right. Like he just had one, one solid mistress. Yeah. And that was Camilla. Correct. You know, and, and she, she made it. I thought she looked good. Uh, I thought she looked great. I actually loved their sort of like 101, this is so mean, 101 Dalmatian capes. robe capes thing. I like, know. I the, did not mind I it at all. dots, I was like, actually, I'm kind of living for it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. And then there was like some drama, possibly. Mm-hmm. Peep, all eyes were on William and Kate. Oh. Absolutely. And there was some tension. A Bruin. Did you feel that? A hundred. Like, okay. Kate never, they never looked back at him, ever. Like, I was thinking to myself, like, was there even a conversation had between them in their private quarters? Like, as we know, because the Daily Mail is on it. Prince Harry was only in the UK for 28 hours and 42 minutes. Would there have even been time if he was on the grounds that Will or Will and Kate would have walked over, popped over, I believe he stayed at Frogmore, and said like, hey, how you doing? Because there's not a chance. Highly doubt it. That happened. Not a chance. And like, again, the tension, palpable. The tension was palpable. And I have to say, there were photos of Harry like smiling. Mm -hmm. And a part of me feels like that was a little, that was a little overkill. Like he was like like in the third row and he was like smiling and like giggling and like laughing. And I'm like, nothing that is being said is that funny. Yeah. Like he's just like, overcompensating like it's like the girl that's going through a breakup and her boyfriend's at the bar and suddenly she's like (laughs) she's like giggling that's how I feel like that's how I felt about him and it was also strange to see him not in his uniform yeah especially at an event like this where it was like you know he would have been and like that's probably a killer too like just because he takes so much pride in like being his former like yeah right a veteran and so that was sad to me but then there was you know was Kate and William were they late or was the king early okay because there was a little hiccup in the procession yeah it seemed with the carriages there was a hiccup in the procession and then what my tiktok algorithm is yeah what's it giving you all of the lip readers. Oh my God. So, I love like, them. Uh, there was like Louis and people like talking about what Louis would say. And he's like, what are you all waving at? What yeah. are you waving at? But then with Charles, um, let me, let me pull this up because this to me was very, Charles was pissed. Let me just say that. Okay? So I don't think Charles was early. I think he was no, on time and I think Kate late. and William were late. Yes. So it said the king was pictured looking grumpy as he arrived early. This is what a lip reader thinks he was saying. Hold, please. We can never be on time. This is a negative. There's always something. Oh, gosh, he's, this is boring. I don't know if that's true. And he was pissed, allegedly. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so t- explain to me, like, weren't there images of Kate and Wills also appearing to be arguing Yes, in the carriage? There were so many, like, and everyone was like, where are the body language experts? Like, we mm-hmm. need the body language experts because they just looked so icy towards each other. And I don't know if it was like, because it's a really stressful day, they're wrangling three kids. George is part of like the whole procession. Louis like a crazy little kid, like who's very like hyperactive. You know, Charlotte's perfect. Like she's doing nothing yeah. wrong. She's been ready since like 6 a.m. Seriously. <laughs> so I don't know what it was, but like there was a photo of William, the kids, and then Kate. And like someone said, this has major we just fought in the car energy (laughs) because like the way that they just like were acting like they weren't even like looking at each other oh yeah so here's what's really weird okay i'm trying to put this together so here's what happened in down to the minute choreography william and Catherine had been expected to arrive outside of westminster abbey at roughly 10 45 a.m they would be among the last guests to enter the church before the stars of the show charles and camilla came mm-hmm. but instead charles and camilla showed up in the jubilee coach before wills and kate so wills and kate and the kids basically stayed back and then they entered okay like eventually a car zipped up so i guess they got out of their carriage got into a car and then a car drove them and deposited them at the abbey mm-hmm. and so I, okay, again, let me put on my tinfoil cap here. Go for it. I very much am on the side of Wills and Charles have a thing. And like, you know how like Charles like was beef. waiting for the queen to be the heir? Like Wills is very much growing impatient as well. So I'm like, what if Wills intentionally did this so he and his family were the last to walk in? To the Abbey. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I see you. <laughs> I also think that they have some tension and there's some beef there. Mm-hmm. I personally think that they were just running late and like they just fucked up. And I feel like Will was late and Kate was probably pissed because you know how men are like you know, Absolutely. like you're getting ready to go and they're like, I'm going to hop in the shower. And you're like, we've had all fucking day. Like, what are Correct. you talking about? Like, they're And so why is it stupid. that it's like women always get the rap that we take so long to get ready, but like we carve out the time and we're you're always at the door ready to go <laughs> yeah. when the guy is still fucking pulling up his pants, yeah. trying to figure out what belt to wear. Should I wear this shirt? This they, tie? Because they yada, underestimate yada. the time things take. Yes. Like they don't understand. Correct. And I am someone who's like, really really weird about timing and like being late I think it is like the biggest sign of disrespect when someone is late like I've Mm -hmm. left friends at restaurants like I've left them I said I've waited a half hour for you I'm gonna leave like I I don't care what you do like no it's so rude oh my gosh so for so for William to be late like behind the king and it's like this big this isn't like Easter Sunday or no, this is the one is and like only the moment. Coronation, mm-hmm. and you're late, sir. You better figure it out. Let's talk about the Aquazura heels. Please, Please, you were all over this this weekend. Talk about it. Let the people know. Now listen, I get. That a black shoe is a black shoe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get that a shoe can be a fan favorite, a crowd pleaser. Comfort, style, price point, sure. You cannot fucking convince me that Miss Kate Middleton, the Princess of Wales, did not intentionally wear those heels when they were greeting people before the coronation. And I know that the press was like, this was an homage to Meghan Markle, which is why Kate wore those heels. And I want to believe that's true. Mm -hmm. But in my heart of hearts, I cannot. And then on top of that, Sam, 
you get Rose Chomley. Oh, yeah. The alleged mistress of Prince William. Mm-hmm. New back in the circle of the royal family. Not only back Kate, in the circle, she's like in Buckingham Palace, baby. Correct. Kate dismissed her in their friend group back in 2019. Mm-hmm. She is now back in because Charles made her husband his lord in waiting. So they're like day to day in it now. And this chick rolls into the coronation in a black and white dress. What did Kate wear when she was greeting people? A black and white dress. And those same black Aquazura Bowtie 105 pumps. Now. Yeah. Which are, I will close by saying, Meghan Markle's signature Duchess of Sussex shoe. Like, I don't know if everybody goes back in time, but like when Kate first married William, she was big on this shoe brand, L.K. Bennett. And like the shoes would sell out. She had one pair of nude pumps, L.K. Bennett, she always wore. Those shoes would sell out like hotcakes. And the same history repeated itself with Meghan Markle and the Aquazura heels. They're her signature shoe. So fine. Kate, we want to argue, is wearing this shoe as an Mm -hmm. homage to Meghan, an olive branch, let's say. But why the fuck is Rose wearing this heel? Like the next day. The next fucking day. Mm-hmm. That is some single white female shit. No, it's like weird. It's really weird. Thank you for and letting me get that off kind my of chest. Shit. No, of course. Thank you for explaining the backstory, the history, the herstory. The herstory. Please. My thing is, mm-hmm. is this is a thing that here's the difference between men and women. I mean, there's a lot. But a man would look at that and be like, that doesn't mean anything. A woman looks at that and women are usually right. And there's like an intuition, like a gut feeling like that is weird. And not only to wear it with a like not only to wear those the next day, but to also wear it with a white dress the next day. Correct. It's weird. Like what? Like the outfits and look, the dresses were different. Of course. Don't get me wrong. Like Kate's dress was like very streamlined. Mm -hmm. um, And I believe that hers had more of that like organza feel roses. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it had the pleats in it. But nonetheless, it was a black and white dress after a black and white dress with the same Aquazor heels. And the thing that sucks for Kate, once again, which is like, I have to argue once again that like with Harry and Meghan out of the picture and an inability to actually have like photos of the two of them to write stories on, though I will bring up a point of all the terrible stories that were written about them this weekend, like for Rose to wear a black and white dress with those shoes... The story just pivots from mm-hmm. Kate wore these shoes as like an, um, an homage to Megan, so that she was there, she was a part of it, to Prince William's alleged mistress is mm-hmm. wearing the same fucking outfit as Kate Middleton. Yeah, and the story isn't as, it's not a very well-kept secret anymore. It's all over social media. Like Rose and William is everywhere. Like And it wasn't for a while because everyone was so Meghan Markle focused. And now it's all about Rose, how she's going to be around. And it's just really wild to watch it unfold. And it's really wild to watch the press pivot, like who they're, you know, going to make their next target. And it's always a woman. It's always a woman. Why the fuck is this Mm -hmm. never Prince Andrew? I didn't see any fucking thing about Prince Andrew. Girl, every day we ask this question. I know. Every fucking day, I wonder why the fuck Prince Andrew is even around. You know who I'm glad Mm -hmm. I didn't have to see this weekend is Fergie. Oh my gosh, I know. So glad I didn't have to see that that wench. Oh, there we go. Okay, but like, anyway, to sum up, that the rumor of Wills and Rose having an affair truly is from 2019. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said... I don't know if that affair ended and has since resurfaced. My inkling is like, perhaps it has. Like, maybe now this is like, I'm not going to go as far as to say this is his Camilla, but like, maybe this is just his side piece and like, everybody's accepted it. This is what's Mm -hmm. going on. And the Lord, like Charles's Lord in waiting, Lord Chomley is now just like, so we don't have to worry or think about why is Rose always around? Like, very easy. We have an answer to that. But maybe they have 
rekindled their flame. But what I mm -hmm. want to know and what I, what's keeping me up at night that I'll never get answers to is like, why did they put her in that same outfit? Because like, there's no way that she I wouldn't know. have had a line of sight into. And Kate wore the outfit the day before. Well, that's the thing. It's not just one person. It's not just her going to her closet and picking shoes out. She's got a mm -hmm. team of people around her editing and picking and things. And she's a part and, of the inner circle now right, because like, of her this husband's is not, place. Right. No. This was intentional for whatever intentional. reason. I don't know. I agree. And then the last thing I want to say, because I know we've got to kind of like move on, not even move on, but I want to talk about Prince Harry and Meghan. And I want to oh, talk yeah. about Harry at the coronation, but I want to quickly say this, okay? Meghan was not even at this fucking coronation. <laughs> and over the course of the weekend, mm -hmm. The Express, which is a publication in the UK, published 136 overwhelmingly negative articles about the two of them over Shut a four-day period. Nope. 100%. Here are some of the things. Harry arrived in the UK late. Um, Meghan said nothing and did nothing. She stayed home. They didn't release a statement. And they did not release a photo of Archie. And they didn't do anything. The only thing Meghan did was go hiking with Backrick. With like her two besties. On Sunday. Yeah. And they still wrote 136 negative articles including Queen saw through Meghan Markle and said she was evil at drinks reception. Yeah. Ugh. Meghan Markle viewed herself as a queen despite foregoing royal, royal role, claims astrologer. Mm. Harry and Meghan torn apart for royal betrayal by coronation campers outside palace. Like, where are they even coming up with this shit? What? Oh, that's the thing that's so crazy is like, no matter what, the you can't deny the power of Meghan Markle's ability to like sell newspapers mm -hmm. and get clicks on articles because the woman's not even like doing anything. She's not saying anything. She's not putting in anything out on Instagram, on Twitter, nothing. And not there's a hundred plus articles written about her this weekend. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. And like and just proves her point even more. Like this family is not worth this to me. None of this is worth it. I have and my she Archie and my Lilibet. No, yeah. that's a thing. Can I also bring up, and I know last week, and I posted this on Instagram, but when I found it, it blew my mind. What? The fact that that pink short suit that she wore to the Lakers game oh, yes. was Stodd. And mm -hmm. Stodd, the designer and founder of Stodd, is the wife of Ari Emanuel, who is the CEO of WME, a.k.a. Meghan Markle's new hotshot agent, who's taking a personal interest in representing her. Mm -hmm. It's all connected, babe. And... That suit, the top, like the blazer and the shorts, sold out and now are only available for pre-order. Her influence, impossible. I am so curious to see that little fedora hat, straw hat she was wearing, those socks. She's like the queen of being able to accessorize, like yes. in the most like natural but chic way. I like she's hiking and she's got her hat on and her sunglasses and these little socks and this like tank top with a necklace. I'm like, you were like so effortlessly cool. I know. She did I it. Look she like looked a fucking great. with that bumpkin. little scarf too. And yeah, the uh, little scarf. People wrote me and I'll post the photo again because I didn't notice it at first, but they were absolutely right. She was My wearing God. little weights on those ankles. Under oh, her I socks. saw. Are you kidding? Under those. And I'm like, is she wearing these weights for <laughs> the purpose of hiking? Or is it because everybody always comments on her ankles? Oh my God. I always comment on her ankles. I, I know. I think I told you about this. The one time I got, I was drunk and I was walking and I saw my legs in the, in the shadow on the sidewalk. And I said, I had Meghan Markle calves cause they looked really skinny and like really good. <laughs> no one understood what I was talking no, about. I totally get it. My mom has Meghan Markle calves and the tiny ankles. Oh, and like same. every time I see her walk, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I know I'm so jealous. Harry made it back for Archie's birthday. He walked in with that solo swagger. He was mm -hmm. laughing with Princess Anne. Oh, my God. Okay, the I, I'm so sorry. I keep deflecting. Oh, are you going to talk about Princess Anne hat, Anne's hat? No, I was going to talk about the fact that I did not know that when Camilla was starting her affair with Charles and she was dating Parker Bowles, Anne was sleeping with Camilla's man. The tangled web we weave. 
I had no idea. I feel like that's like a very like hush hush. Like not a lot of people know that. So when you mm-hmm. sent that to me, I was like, holy shit, that's really fucking weird and crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's it. Just blew my mind. But I did have to, now that we're talking about Princess Anne, she yes. looked iconic. And oh, I did have to laugh that her hat was like totally blocking Harry's view. <laughs> that big red feather just in his in his way. And it was making me laugh so hard. Oh my gosh, I know. But I love her and I think she looked wonderful. She, you know, again, always shows up, always on point. She did go over and greet Harry because mm-hmm. ever the respectful, like, She's everything to me. She gets it. Royal out there. Yeah. She like understands what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that is, uh, that's, that's like all she wrote, you know? Yeah. God but save then we the get king. To the, then we get the coronation concert. Oh, Lord. Lex. First of all, okay, I know we didn't talk about the coronation lunch and we don't need to talk about it, but like there, the recipe for the coronation quiche is online everywhere and like, <laughs> yo, my friend who was watching Chaco when I was in Japan left me a lot of eggs. I might have to make this. Quiche. You're going to have to make them. I got to. I got to. You have to. Okay. Carry on with the concert. Sorry. This concert was so crazy to me. Just like the people felt really random. Like they, if the, when William gets crowned, I promise his ass is going to make up with Harry. Things are going to be right so that people will perform for him. Yeah, like because they got to get One Direction back together for that. They got to get Spice Girls. They got to get One Direction. They have to get Ed Sheeran. They have to get <laughs> somebody. And I love Katy Perry, but I cringed. As an American person, watching her try to stumble around that church and find her seat, trying to look through her hat, I was like, that is so me. And it's like, I don't want to see me at the coronation, you know? Yes. I, don't need, I don't need myself to re- be represented. And then, like, she's an amazing performer. Don't get me wrong. Iconic. Her vocals are are crazy good. But, like, I just the whole time was like, why Katy Perry? Why? I Why mean, Lionel Richie? Because they are a part of, like, I believe Lionel Richie is a part of the Prince's Trust. And But, like, Katie why? Perry, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just these things where I'm like, there's so many artists that I feel like would have been better suited. But you know what? It is what it is. Did you see the video footage of William not curtsying or bowing to Quamilla? No. Yeah, he turned his back to her. Oh, they were they my were God. all sitting ra- waiting for the concert, and King Charles and Queen Camilla come like walking, and everyone's doing the curtsy and the bowing, and he completely turns his back to her. Stop yeah. it! I gotta find that on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Okay, so Katy Perry wants to shine a further light on the British Asian Trust Children Protection Fund, and then yes. Lionel Richie is the first global ambassador for the Prince's Trust. Now, Lionel Richie, unclear. Maybe it's just their age, their generation, something like that. But Katy Perry is engaged to Orlando Bloom, and he's British. So perhaps that is where she's been pulled into this. Listen, I get it, but I don't. Like You're like, I get it, but like I don't have to agree with it. Exactly. Um. I don't know. It was just so the whole thing just felt so like I know. It was and tough. Like, okay. A couple of things. Like mm-hmm. I loved, I loved like the music. Like I loved the pianist who opened things up and then randomly introduced Nicole Scherzinger, who I believe like lives and resides in London now. She used to do I think Lewis she's Hamilton. a citizen. Yeah. And I think she's doing the Phantom of the Opera, or she just did, and she judges X Factor and all those things, mm-hmm. um, or Britain's Got Talent. But like Nicole Scherzinger, incredible voice. But again, she's like she's a pussycat doll. Yeah, she's no, you know, Celine Dion. Let's no, say, she's like not in terms Susan of caliber, Boyle. she's not Adele. So there's right. that piece. And then I loved um, Sir Bryn Terfel and. Andrea Bocelli. Oh, yeah. I loved them, truly, because I love Andrea Bocelli. 
Um, that, See, that I get. Like, that, that I get. feels very king-like. That feels tone, yes. And then Lionel, having, of course, like, gets the people going. But, like, having someone who sings buttons <laughs> at your coronation is just really wild. I love how you say buttons. 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 But I just felt like Camilla and Charles... Maybe with line a little bit, but they didn't really look like they were enjoying themselves. Like, is it just because they're old? Like, again, I go back to the example of the queen where, like, even though she was always wearing earplugs, she was always tapping and smiling on beat, nodding her head. Those two looked like they were about to fucking fall asleep. I'm sorry. I think Charles and Camilla are two people that, like, love to chill at home and, like, watch Netflix. I think their like, home talk. bodies... Yeah, like, I don't think they're, like, concert people. Yeah. Like, I think big events give them a lot of anxiety, and I just think it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we go back to, you know, our, our factual database, The Crown. Of course. <laughs> and um, he always seemed that way. Like, when they went to the ballet and stuff, like, he just always seems a little uncomfortable, and I just, like, it's also a really big fucking day. You know yes, what I mean? A long it's a day, day you've thought about for 74 years. It's there's a lot of negativity surrounding it. Like you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. True. Maybe he couldn't look like he was really enjoying himself himself that much. He was right? probably tired. Yeah, and it's a long weekend. Like it's it's, it's a, a long lot. weekend. And as we have to mentioned, be they're older. <laughs> they're older. They are. They feel older than the queen. I know. I like know. spiritually. Ugh, but anyway, concert mm-hmm. was fine. Um, I <sighs> lolled so hard again at another tweet, but then seeing it actually play out had me in stitches. So Ed Sheeran turned down the coronation because he was busy. <laughs> but then he subbed in for Katy Perry, who was performing at the coronation on American Idol. And... Lionel and Kate had a moment with Charles and Camilla live from the concert for American Idol that aired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish they rehearsed this more. This was awkward as all hell. Like, Katie was bowing at first instead of curtsying. And I was just like, sweet baby Jesus. It's because, like, for some reason, they don't tell the Americans, like, what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's training us. Like, we're just, we are all fucking buffoons. Like, we don't know how to handle things like this. I know. It was really. So embarrassing. It was really something else. It was tough. It was tough to see. But you know what? We we did it. Coronation weekend has come and gone. Mm -hmm. Charles and Cammie are here to serve. And uh, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. One thing I know for sure is. After seeing Kate's flawless skin, I booked Botox for next week. Oh, my God. I need Botox so bad. So you just inspired me. (laughs) I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Well, happy coronation weekend. And uh, Sam, I'm happy to be on this journey with you. So happy. (laughs) I'm excited to see how things unfold from here. Because I I bet now that things are official, he's going to be doing things. He's He's going to be doing doing some big things. things. Lots of sustainability things or sustainable king. Yeah. It's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. So will we spot the mail or will we fail? Okay, so option number one. Member of the Royal Guard revealed there being body doubles for some members of the royal family during the coronation. Option number two, royal fans joke that they have spotted two spare Camillas at the coronation. I'm going to go with number two is the real one. Me too, because it's, I think it's, I think it's about chicks. her like little ladies. Yeah. Yeah. We're right. We're right. We are correct. Royal fans joke that there was some confusion over Camilla's appearance as there appeared to be two spare queens. They really did look just like her. I mean, it's the fucking hairdo. Mm -hmm. And like her dress, while different, very similar. Very similar. It was giving... It's they really look like weird. triplets. They look, they look like, like triplets, triplets that you dress up to look the same when they're kids. Like when you would get a doll that like looked like you. 
Oh my gosh. And look at this photo from the back. You can't even, unless she was in, like if she wasn't in that crown, I'd have no fucking idea. I would have thought she was the one on the left. Like oh you would have no idea. Oh my God. So say all eyes were on king and que- the king and queen consort as they were crowned at Westminster Abbey this morning. But royal fans joked that there was some confusion over Camilla's appearance as there appeared to be two spare queens. Taking to Twitter, one user shared a snap of Annabelle Elliot, Camilla's sister. Okay, that's good to know. While okay, the other lady related. is Lady Lansdowne, who are performing the roles of a queen's companion today. Oh my gosh. They sound like the names in like Bridgerton, like Lady I know. Lansdowne. Taking to Twitter, one wrote, nice to see they brought two Camillas just in case. Oh my goodness. Well, that really made me do a double take. Um, let's also, I know you watched Queen Charlotte. Now I'm pivoting, but like we got to talk about Queen Charlotte next week. Not we this have week, but to I talk about it. To talk it's about all I want to talk about. Great. Great. We're making it rain on Queen Charlotte next we week. We will be making it rain on Queen Charlotte next week. Don't and you worry. The last thing that I'll say is speaking of body doubles, um, did you see that people thought that that man <laughs> was Meghan Markle sneaking yes. into the coronation? In a disguise. In a disguise? Mm hmm. Fucking psychotic. Crazy. Like, what is wrong with people? It was the craziest thing. And first of all, this man like also looked nuts. Like he looked <laughs> like he was like in a wig and like had a must- fake mustache. Like he looked out of control. But to think that it was Megan is like so fucking stupid. But People he's a so real crazy. man. His name is yeah, Sir Carl Jenkins, 79-year-old composer. He performed at the ceremony. Mm. Oh, mm. my gosh. Well, wasn't Meg. Meg was out here hiking. Hiking, celebrating his birthday. You know? And having a good and, time. And Harry flew commercial. I, I'm sorry. I you said it. he would. You knew. You knew. <laughs> he flew commercial. Well, you guys, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss out on our next episode. Tell all of your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Brava Historian. And until next time, may God save the bitch. Betches.